0: With your permission, Lord Jesus Christ, truly present with us in the Blessed Sacrament. Lord, we come here to be a little bit more centered on you. After long days work, with natural fatigue setting in, you want this special time of reflection and prayer. And our Lord sees that. We ask that question, and we are at liberty to put words in Jesus' mouth. That's the purpose of the gospel. Jesus is totally present here, but not in the visible way he was in his public life, but the same Jesus is here. We deal with him through faith. His presence goes beyond our experience, beyond our sensible capacity, beyond our understanding, but he reveals and gives us this power to believe that we know he's there. And we put the words of the gospel in his mouth. One of the purposes of the gospel is to allow the Eucharist to speak to us. And we read, and he said to all, not a select few, to all, If anyone wishes to come after me, well, obviously we're here. We're basically here because we want to follow him. And probably someone asked the question, what must we do to follow you? He gives us two conditions, at least in this case. The second condition probably set everybody on edge, because when we hear the word cross, it doesn't have nearly the same implications and connotations as it did in that ancient world where that kind of execution was something familiar. It was the most grisly kind of death, horrific. And the Romans, just to dissuade people from committing serious crimes, would line up the major roadways with naked men tied so they could suffocate on a cross or sometimes nailed. And so Jesus says we must deny ourselves and take up our cross daily. Notice that He didn't just cut to the chase. He didn't say, if you want to follow me, take it or leave it. You need to pick up your cross daily. No. The first condition is you must deny yourself. And he implies there that if I deny myself, I'll be able to pick up my cross. Because what is this self-denial? It's self-imposed sacrifice. Notice he doesn't say, and we're going to prayerfully try to figure it out. You figure, if anyone wishes to follow after me, he should or she should pray significantly more. doesn't say that, though that's obviously part. He doesn't say, if you wish to follow me, review the scriptures, study the scriptures, even though that's important. He only picked that as a first condition. He says something very concrete. I have to deny myself. What does that have to do with the relationship? I want to follow you. Why are you talking about self-denial? He's not calling us to Stoicism, group of thinkers in the ancient world who appreciated moral virtue, the virtues of Courage and fortitude and temperance and prudence and justice, etc. Virtues for their own sake because they did bring a certain fulfillment. The Greek philosophers realized that these moral virtues, which reflect the Ten Commandments, they were unaware of that, bring a certain kind of fulfillment. But our Lord has, is not talking about being a stoic. He's talking about following Him. He talks about self denial because the first step in living these impossible standards, we can approach it. Our Lord's not going to give us something that we can't approach. We can approach it. But I don't know if there's a living being who actually can love with the actual heart of Jesus Christ. And that's his commandment, love as I have loved. Well, he happens to be perfect God and perfect man. I don't know if someone is capable of habitually doing nothing but service or someone who's on top of his game totally when it comes to humility. I mean, all these things. I need A certain freedom to live the gospel. In my pastoral work, and I include myself in my pastoral work, people are challenged by discipleship, not because they don't want to follow Christ, but they can't get out of bed on time. You know, sometimes it's reduced to that. Or giving other people, that's what our Lord says, you've got to give an experience of Christ. They have to know that you're my disciples by your love, at least at some level. And many of us, and I put myself in the same category, want to do that. But we don't have that self-control to control our irritability, to control our anger, to control our mood swings. And so I, in spite of my good intentions, I, I don't give an experience of Christ. We want to be spiritual. But at times we find ourselves not guarding our senses. I I understand it. Not not an excuse, not a justification, but I agree. I understand it. There's hedonism is at an all-time high right now. And you know, we're not invulnerable to that. To be a saint, we need serious commitment to prayer. We need, on some level, Eucharistic piety. What can I say? That's what he says. We have to abide in him. But but many times it's not, you know, some profound theological reason that I'm not more centered on the Eucharist or I don't take advantage of windows of opportunity to go to Mass. My laziness gets the better of me and holds me back from what I deeply want to do. Saint Jose Maria says, without using the word self-denial, using the word mortified, unless you mortify yourself, you'll never be a prayerful soul. Now, by way of example, and we'll get into areas of self-denial, I was fortunate enough to have known there's some spiritual bragging, people who have been actually beatified, canonized. And this individual is not canonized, too, he died only over a year ago. So this was a uh, successor of Blessed Alvaro. So he was the right hand man of St. Jose Maria. His name was, was Bishop Javier Echeveria, So he was the right hand man of St. Jose Maria and then the right-hand man of Blessed Alvaro, knew St. John Paul, et cetera. And I think by temperament, an organized man. But I remember having a workshop with him. Matter of fact, it was in Mexico. And he was going nonstop. We were about 30 guys, and he was getting together with each one. Had a little meeting, not a, It was kind of a vicar's workshop. He he was the prelate, and his vicars came from all over the Americas. And and then he had something simultaneous with the women's branch of Opus Dei. My point is, and then someone told me that he was so disciplined with his time that he prayed, there wasn't four parts of the rosary yet. I don't know if he would have been able to pull that off, but he was praying every day three parts of the rosary. Now the moral of the story is not that we have to pray three parts of the rosary, let alone four. But I said to myself, only with a real focus and some valuable virtues could you pull that off because they told me, The only, he had virtually very little time, but the little time he had, he got it in there. Number one, so that kind of impressed me. Number two, when you talk to him, more self-control here, I'm all the time in the world. I'm totally available. There was no, you know, watch gazing or you know, sitting at the edge of your chair and, you know, come on, let's expedite this fast. There was this, this peace. I enjoy your company. Let's take our time here. I can't give of myself. Because that's what the gospel is all about. I can't self-empty. Unless I have some control over my, myself. I need self-control to be a prayerful man. I need self-control to be a loving and kind man. I need self-control to live holy purity. I need self-control and self-denial to be generous with my possessions. And so that's why our Lord says sort of like, well, I want to run the marathon. Okay, you sure? Yeah. You're going to have to start working out and basically deny yourself. I want to play. I want to be on the basketball team. We have what it takes. I don't, uh, given my stature and capacity, but I want to be on the basketball team. All right, well, you're going to have to get in the condition. Good intention or even good DNA is no substitute for stamina and conditioning and strength and agility, which takes discipline, self-denial. And our Lord is saying this self-denial is a means to embrace the gospel. No way, if, if we're not virtuous in certain areas, we just don't have the freedom to do this. And I don't want, we tell our Lord here, I don't want to be at a level of nice intentions. And just to use a, uh, an idea of St. Jose Maria, I don't want to put off holiness indefinitely. St. Jose Maria says, do it now. Because now is the only shot you have. Past is gone, future doesn't exist. What areas must I look at? What does our Lord want us to look at? What I would say, well, these seven sinful inclinations we all have. We all have different, varying degrees of concentration. There's seven of them, let's see if I got them. Anger, we have an inclination to anger. Well, I'm Irish, I know, but still, Or I'm Latin, we got to curb it. No excuse. Pride, that never dies. It's it's kind of, I don't know, humility is a very odd virtue. Because if I say I've made a lot of progress in humility, that's kind of the wrong thing to say. Or or I'm not good at other virtues, but humility, I'm really good. I'm humming in humility. So pride is another one. Gluttony lack of self-control in food and drink. Envy, lust, greed, laziness. We have to look at a number of these. My spiritual laziness. Do I retire on time? Do I go to bed on time? Especially if you're normal, you normally need a decent night's sleep. You know, and then one day, and then days become weeks. And we have to keep on making that ministry statement. Do, you want to, do I want to be centered on the Eucharist? Do I want to have a robust life of prayer? And with the demands of work, I've got to be a little bit disciplined with common sense and flexibility. But all things considered, I go to bed on time so I can wake up early enough to be able to pray. And spend time in quality prayer. Am I subject to moods? What do I do? Well, I don't like a negative struggle. Well, I'm not, not going to get angry anymore. I'm not going to get angry. No, 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 no. Get in the habit of reaching out. I remember. Well, we can pick any. We have lots of role models, but I remember Blessed Alvaro. His feast and Opus day is going to be celebrated on May 12th. So I'm thinking about him a little bit more. And I remember how, matter of fact, he would not complain, but he did complain in a supernatural way that he was kind of busy. He was very busy. He was the prelate. He was the successor of St. Jose Marie complained even to the Holy Father that he was very busy. But if he saw you, he'd get very excited and talk to you and waste his time. I remember with me, I tried to hide from him because I said, he's so busy and if he sees me, he's going to feel obligated to talk to me. And he was returning home. This was near headquarters, and I was—I um, don't know—I was going to go pray at the moral remains of Saint Jose Maria because I had a had work nearby in the afternoon when I was living in Rome. And I tried to hide from him. All of a sudden, he appeared. He came through a side door, and there he was. And I said, "Well, just get out of there, so he could go have his supper." And, Call it an evening. They said, Peter, where are you going? And I go, Well, I'm going to that room. He said, I know you're going in that room, but where are you going? And he said, Come over here. And he just wanted to chat. See how I was doing? Eating enough? He wanted to make sure I was eating enough. And how's the foreign languages going? <laughs> I was a very loud dresser. That's where I was called to the priesthood. And he was probably the only person there who liked what I wore. And he had a lot to say about the clothes I wore. He said I was a very elegant young man. But nobody else, I guess that's why he's beatified. (laughs) (laughs) But what my takeaway is, wow, he didn't have to do that. In fact, it was his fault we had this longish conversation because I gave him an out, I, I was hiding, and he caught me. And I said to myself, this really comes from the heart. So these are just examples. And more than, okay, I'm just not gonna have my game face on when I come home from work. You're tired. You're, we're naturally less inclined to be cheerful. But we could do it. Instead of saying, I'm not going to get angry, no, I'm going to reach out and give a hello with some gusto and some joy and a smile on my face. We've got to struggle at that level. And that's what Jesus did for 30 years. of his 33 years here. And we could go on and on and on. Greed. Am I accumulating things? Am I just dis- that? You're gonna. We have to figure that out personally. But you know, this applies to all of us. I need to be detached from material things, and maybe one rule of thumb: not please, not with your family, not with your wife, especially on Mother's Day. But maybe personally, my, for myself, you know, and I gotta have the things that correspond to my profession and my my state in life. I don't dress as a farmer if I'm a CEO, or I don't dress as a, a defensive line coach if I am working as a, a dentist or a doctor or a lawyer, or whatever. But personally, personally, I want to, St. Jose says, you try to be like a father of a large and poor family, with my, 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 myself, to have just what I need and not to and to be honest with myself, my accumulating things my generous and almsgiving to whatever charitable cause you prefer these are different ways of self-denial this is important in order to have the freedom to live the gospel Jesus, we finish our prayer and maybe we can even reflect on this Point. It could be food for reflection as well as we finish up. Saint Josemaria says in the way: the appropriate word you left unsaid, the joke you didn't tell, the cheerful smile for those who bother you, that silence when you were unjustly accused, your kind conversation with people you find boring and tactless, the daily effort to overlook one irritating detail or another in those who live with you. This, with perseverance, indeed, is solid interior mortification. Mary, pray for us so that we make progress in loving your son. Help us see in a couple of concrete areas where I need to live this self-denial. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help and put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me.